Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Facts or Facts podcast. Today is July 11th. It is my son's second birthday. So happy birthday to you, Jackson. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about player agency as it pertains to high school athletes. We all know that the NCAA is a complete sham when it comes to the money that they make versus the money that they're giving back to their athletes. And listen, I know that there's a lot of benefits to going and playing college basketball or playing college football or baseball or whatever else it is. I was one of those athletes. I understand the benefits of it. And I get it that you're getting, especially the D1 athletes, you're getting a lot of things paid for. You're getting a lot of money under the table to pay for housing off campus if you need it or money for food or whatever else it is you're getting a lot of free stuff equipment shoes apparel all that kind of stuff so i get it that you're getting all that plus you're getting the most expensive thing which is a free education i understand all of that but when you're looking at the ncaa tournament alone or you're looking at the bowl games and how much money those those things are generating I don't know if there's a specific way that you can do it for football per se, but if there was any way that you could break the money up to the teams that make those games and give it to the players, at least a percentage, kind of like the way that the World Cup works, right? To where if you make the World Cup, you get a certain amount of money. If you make it to the round of 16 or the the quarterfinals or the semifinals or you win it you get a percentage more every time you take a step forward right so maybe the way it works is if you make the sec championship game you get money in your pocket as a player right and then if you make it to a specific bowl game maybe one of the four or two big bowl games i don't even know how many there are now maybe i guess one of the two semifinal games you get a certain amount of money right because you already know that that, those two games are going to generate a certain amount of revenue right then if you make it to the championship game you get uh, uh x amount of dollars more Right, And then if you win the championship game, then you get an X amount of dollars more. That way it provides those athletes that are bringing in the most revenue, it provides a way for them to make more money. And I bring all this up because we're starting to see a trend in basketball specifically where you used to be able to go straight from high school to the NBA. And there's some pretty famous ones. Obviously, you have Kobe Bryant, you have Kevin Garnett, you know, you have guys like Tracy McGrady, you have guys like uh, LeBron James, obviously. And then you have some guys that are doing the one and that used to do the one and done thing. But nowadays you can't do it. Now they set the rule in place that I think needs to go away, which is if you're eight, if you're not at least one year removed from high school, you can't go straight to the NBA. Right. So you have to graduate high school, which you're what you're seeing now is you're seeing two things from a lot of basketball players. Either one, they're changing their. They're changing the year that they are in high school. So a junior will change his junior year to become his senior year so he can graduate a year early to go play basketball or go play football or something so that he can start that process early so that he can make it quicker to the NBA. We saw this with the, uh, the modern-day quarterback a couple of years ago who changed from being right after they won the state finals against De La Salle. He changed to become a senior so that he could go to modern-day a year early and then start at quarterback a year early. Because they have to be out of school for three years, right? So they, they, football's a little different. And I understand the football one because you can't take an 18 or 19-year-old 
uh, high school kid and put him in the NFL with grown men. He will absolutely get his clock cleaned. I mean, it's just, it's not realistic. In the NBA, it's a little different. We've seen guys like Kobe and Kevin Garnett and LeBron James and Tracy McGrady and these other stars come out of the... Now, they have to be your top players, obviously, but these top guys coming out of high school being able to compete on... On the, on the biggest stage in the world for basketball. And I think we need to start doing something more. I mean, baseball, you can come straight out of high school. Uh, I know somebody that I grew up with, Nolan Arenado, who came straight out of high school, and now he's, you know, arguably the best third baseman in all of baseball ever, right? So there are guys that baseball is a little different because it's not physically demanding like it is in the NBA or in football to where you're playing against guys and you're bodying them up all the time and you're having to use your strength and your speed and things like that. Your, your body has to be a little bit more developed. Um, so I, I just think that this has been a conversation that's been going on for a while and I think that it's coming to a spearhead here in the next few years. And so for basketball specifically, I think they could make it real easy. If you're an 18-year-old and you graduated high school, they have to make it to where you're 18. If you're 18 years old and you graduated high school, you should be able to go straight to the NBA. They need to change that. With all the stuff that Adam Silver is doing, and there's a lot of crap he's doing, and then there's some good things he's done. But one of the things that he needs to do is get this passed by all of the owners in the league so that he can start telling high school students, hey, you don't have to go to the G League and make $100,000 for a year. You can go straight to the NBA if you want. And if you don't get drafted, then you can go to college. But here's the thing. You can't be committed to – you run into a lot of different problems, obviously. And one of the problems that you run into is if the kid declares for the draft, doesn't get drafted, now he's lost his spot at that school, right? Because you have to fill up those roster spots, right? So you have all these scholarships. So maybe you don't have a scholarship for a year, but maybe you have to spend a year paying for that year and then – pay for the next few you get your scholarship the next year or you pay for a year and then go straight to the league if you want to really go to Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina or wherever else it is because those those scholarship spots are going to fill up and if you tell a college coach hey I'm going to declare for the draft and if I don't get drafted then I'll come play he's going to say okay well I have to fill up that spot because I need to find the next best player and so that's what they're going to do. So now these kids are losing out at those top programs, at least of scholarships. They could still go play there, but they're not going to have a scholarship there, which won't matter if they then turn around the next year and get drafted into the NBA because they'll be making millions of dollars. But I think the league needs to change that rule to where if you're 18 years old and you've graduated high school, you can go straight to the league. Because now you're starting to see players go overseas. We've seen, I think, two or three of them now go to Australia or New Zealand to go play in those leagues, which are good. That's actually good for the NBA. Why? Because there's a lot of skill development overseas right now. And there's a lot of European players that are more skilled than our American players. They're, they're, they might not be the athletes per se, but they definitely have the skill shooting-wise, ball-handling-wise, fundamentals, jump stop, looking for the right pass, running the right stuff. It's not just dribble, 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 breakdown offensively. It's set plays. It's learning where you, you're supposed to go. It's how to come off different screens. It's how to set screens. All that kind of stuff, they're, they're going to learn. And so these guys that are graduating high school and saying, I don't want to go to college. I'd rather go make money right away. I think that's a good move. It's what I would do with my son. I would seriously consider sending my son to some of these 
really, really good leagues. There's really, really good leagues in Spain. There's really, really good leagues in Italy. There's really, really good leagues in Australia and New Zealand. There's these leagues that they could go play in. The France League is a good league. They could go play in all these leagues, get the experience. I mean, look at Luka Doncic. Like, Luka was the Final Four MVP of his league for two years at 18 and 19 years old. And he came into the NBA ready to play. It's why he didn't have any drop-off at the beginning of the year. And Trey Young did because he had already been playing against grown men for years and years beforehand. It's what European nations do better than us. Like, way better. They get their athletes into these professional programs, and we don't. I mean, we're starting to do it a little bit more with the NBA program that we have, like junior NBA stuff. But the amount of time that they're spending on their athletes, getting them into either soccer programs or the basketball league programs or whatever else it is, they do a much better job than we do. And we need to figure out how to do it better. And these college athletes are guys that are starting to learn like, hey, I can go overseas and start making money right away instead of going to college and not making any money. And shoot, it's what I, like I said, it's what I would do, especially because some of these top tier guys are getting over a million dollars to go play right away. And then not only do you get the money, but now you get to play against guys that are grown men that are 25, 26, 30 years old. And so when you go to the NBA, you're already ready to play against those top tier guys, right? You're already used to playing against grown men. You're not used to playing against the 18 and 19-year-olds that are the one-and-dones, right? You're, you're playing against those guys. You're learning how to take care of your body at the highest level. You're learning how to prepare for games. You're learning how to travel. You're doing all these things, I feel like, that we should promote for players that are that good. Obviously, education is super important, and I'm not going to say it's not, but... There's something to be said about being able to take advantage of your athletic ability right now and then go back to school later. I mean, you're going to have the money. If you're good enough, you're going to have the money to go back to school later, right? You're going to be able to afford that $100,000 education or $200,000 education when you've made $100 million or $200 million in your lifetime. So, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about being able to have some player agency and these guys being able to come out of high school and do what they want. Maybe not for football because, like I said, that's a completely different game. I mean, those guys will rip your head off. So for baseball, I think that is already working. And I think basketball needs to take a page out of the baseball handbook here because we're not doing enough for these high school players to get them into the league right away if they're good enough. You know, and the, the big question is, okay, well, what if they fizzle out? Well, then they fizzle out. Like, that's where you got to trust that they're surrounding themselves with the right people. And if they aren't, then they aren't. But these scouts that are NBA scouts are going to not tell their teams to spend millions of dollars on a guy in the first round if they're not ready to play in the league, right? Because these guys that are 18 years old that will be coming out of high school aren't going to be – you're not going to go into the NBA draft if you're going to be a 38th or 40th pick out of high school. You're going to go into the NBA draft out of high school if you're one of the lottery picks, right? Or a top 20 guy because that's where the money is. If you're not a first rounder, you're not going to go out of high school into the draft. You're going to go spend a year overseas or you're going to go into college and you're going to play for a year and then develop a little bit more and then go back and try again. So this is only for those guys that are going to turn out to be future Hall of Famers, right? 
uh, or at least that we think are going to turn out to be future Hall of Famers. I know that there's guys like Kwame Brown that came straight out of high school that, you know, was not a good basketball player. So obviously the scouting's getting better. Obviously all that stuff's getting better. I just think that we need to figure out how to do this because the NCAA is super corrupt. It's, it's just not very good. The, the way that the programs are, are run is just a joke. There's so much corruption with teams and schools figuring out how to get players and pay them and all that kind of stuff. It's just a joke at this point, and we need to fix it. And I think the NBA could take a step in the right direction by trying to fix it, saying, hey, listen, you can come to the NBA straight out of high school. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that. What are your guys' thoughts? You can leave messages on here, and I can listen to them, and I'd be curious to hear people's thoughts on this stuff, especially because these young players, I know some of them have the ability to go straight to the league. Um, So I'd like to see that happen at some point, you know, or at least more of them go overseas and get paid for it, right, and play in these big-time arenas and games. So anyways, guys, this is – been the facts are facts i hope to hear from you guys and i will talk to you guys next time